0: Download the free anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's me, your man, Jordan Reigns, back again. We are on to week two of the fantasy football season. Oh, I don't know if it's... what's up, IDP Army? It's me, your man, Jordan Reigns, back again. Uh, we are on to week two, y'all. Fantasy football season is upon us. Hopefully you went out and got a cheap win week one. If you didn't, hey, you're only down one. Uh, we got to make sure you get those wins this week. So I'm going to talk to you all a little bit about how I'm looking at the the, the top end of my IDP rankings this week. Uh, hopefully you were able to check out the, the waiver wire show and maybe snag a couple of gems that were sitting out there. I posted that on Tuesday or Monday night. So, yeah, hope you guys got that. But uh, let's get right to it. Eh? Okay, I see there's already some people in the stream if you're watching that if y'all have questions hit me with them. I'm not going to drag this out too long. I'm not going to take you through my top like 50 or 60 guys. I'm just going to give you the top guys. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit of who's fallen off or who's been uh, had a paradigm shift. Now we've seen real NFL football in, uh, in the way I'm viewing them who's gone up who's gone down. Talk a little bit of, you know, news and some storylines that we're going to watch going into week two, as well as ones, you know, that have happened. Um, So for some news, first and foremost, uh, news yesterday, Demarcus Lawrence uh, was injured in practice. He broke his foot, guys and gals. So that injury has been being monitored. I put that into the index as soon as I saw it. Um, I have an injury tracker in there now. You should check that out. But uh, within two hours of that being added, it came out, you know, as a broken foot. He's going to miss. A lot of time. They didn't say it's a season ending, but a foot injury, a broken foot for a pass rusher, somebody that's, you know, using a lot of power. Um, Man, he was looking really good week one. It's, it sucks. It just sucks for this guy. Uh, but so he's going to be out indefinitely for a little bit. That's unfortunate. I was also going to make him a guy to target. But if you miss time, obviously, he's not going to be very useful. So um, that's a big piece of news. Um, other injuries that we've kind of been tracking, Darius Leonard sat, did not participate today with an ankle injury. I saw also Quiddy Pay, same team, was not participating. I didn't see exactly what he was sitting out for. Um, Randy Gregory, another defensive end for the Cowboys sitting out with COVID-ish. COVID. Um, Bradley Chubb was a late scratch this last week as well with an ankle injury. Uh, he came in uh, this week, had limited practice, uh, I believe it was just all today. I was just looking at that. So, I, I don't know. He practiced all last week, too, and they didn't play. So, I have concerns. He was my super sack lock of the week. Um, Yannick Ngakwe, hamstring injury. You're going to have to monitor that. Carl Nassib is definitely getting a boost in the rankings because of that. Uh, he had a forced fumble on Lamar Jackson the other night. Max Crosby looks like he is taking a third-year leap in a big way. So, you know, he's a guy that I would have brought up for waivers um, or should have brought up for the waiver show. But, you know, NASA, if he's out there on your waivers, go pick him up. Um, looking like he could capitalize on the Yannick hamstring injury, which being a hamstring, who knows how long this is going to linger. Um, Alex Highsmith, he did have the groin injury. He ended up playing. Tyron Matthews set out with COVID. Um, Marcus Davenport, pectoral injury, going to be out for a little while dre greenlaw the groin injury i haven't seen anything on that and then the last thing i was really watching was the hamstring injury for frank clark so you have to monitor these throughout the rest of the week some of these guys are guys that are big miss going to be big hits if they aren't playing some of them are going to be a little less so maybe you were just hoping they would pan out so just wanted to bring those up quickly uh make sure you smash the subscribe button if you are on youtube make sure you give us a thumbs up uh comment down below anything or any players or any news that you think might be worthy for anybody that sees this before the week comes out uh, guys quickly i just want to say thank you to everybody who is watching on youtube and subscribing to the channel i mean our channel really has taken off the last couple of weeks uh, months i mean it's been a slow grind if anyone who's been around since the very beginning i mean this is our third year doing this so uh it's good to see the, the uh, healthy a uh, robust moving forward of the idp fantasy community so appreciate that um other situations I'm monitoring going into this week. Zach Collins did not play a lot of snaps at linebacker this week, which was very troubling, especially since during the preseason he was out there all the time. Um, they had him wearing the green dot, even so, that's a bummer. You know, some part of me thinks that maybe they just wanted the veteran out there for the veteran presence and Jordan Hicks, which makes sense. Uh, they wanted that last year with Isaiah Simmons, um, but man, we were—I I was bought in again. I bought into another rookie linebacker. Uh, Jim and Davis, another rookie linebacker I really bought into. Didn't play the 100% of snaps. Again, that went to the veteran Cole Holcomb. Not saying that these guys couldn't see that flip-flop as the season goes on, but as of right now, you know, instead of being maybe linebacker twos, confidently we're looking at them more as uh, threes, flash, flexes. Not saying you can't play them, but you're not going to be anticipating um You know, a lot of snaps from these guys right now because we haven't seen it. They are being divvied up to other people, other places. Um, Daniil Hunter, this is a big one. I was going to bring this up on the Monday show. I should have brought it up. Uh, Played 87% of snaps. Uh, He ended up with a sack. Dude's healthy. Um, He's healthy. He's ready to go. Uh, so, you know, he's back in my top. You'll see him in the defensive line rankings. He's a top defensive line player for me this year, this week. I just wanted to see if he could get out there for a whole game. And he did. And not just, you know, not 50, 60% snap share, you know, not even 70. I mean, 87%. That's, that's big for any defensive lineman. That's huge. Uh, One of the highest snap shares of any player at that position. So, uh, Daniel Hunter, if you can still go get him at a discount, do, because he's going to put up another season like he has been doing before he went out this last year. Um, so if you're watching this, you know, tonight we have a lot of IDP goodness in tonight's game. This is a Thursday night game. You know, a lot of people on offense are going to be bummed because Ryan Fitzpatrick is not playing. Um, you know, Antonio Gibson probably getting a downgrade. Terry McLaren's probably getting a downgrade. The New York Giants, they suck offensively. But if you're an IDP head, this game is balls to the wall, basically. I mean, we got so many hitters out here. Now, Montez Sweat, we got Chase Young, we got Xavier McKinney, we got Leonard Williams. We got Blake Martinez, okay? And that's not even to mention my dude, Jabril Peppers. Hopefully he comes in and makes an impact. Then you got Cameron Curl, who who I was just talking about, you know, is losing snaps to Bobby McCain right now, but Landon Collins didn't play well either. Another IDP stalwart. So there's like eight to ten IDP players that are probably going to be started in this game tonight. And it's funny to contrast that with the fact there's probably three offensive players. So, for a Thursday night, you're probably going to hear a lot of whining and a lot of like, "Mm -mm," on Twitter. If you hear this before then, this game sucks. Heineke sucks. Blah, blah, blah. I wish this was a better game. But if you're playing IDP, you already know you got your eyes on this game. Danny Dime's going to be turning that ball over like a machine. Heineke's going to come out here. We're going to see how he performs on a short week uh, against the New York Giants defense that's supposed to be better, you know? So, it's going to be a fun game for defense. So I'm looking forward to that tonight. Got to, gotta to say I'm fading Cam Curl just to, just a smidge though because his snap share is not as high as I liked it to be. I think by the end of the season it's going to be up where it should be. Uh, I think he's going to continue to be productive, but um, and they really like what they got with Bobby McCain right now. So Landon Collins did not play well, so I would watch that. Um, tonight's going to be an interesting game to watch for defense. So um, other things I want to talk about. Uh, well, okay, just to, make sure you tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm doing the fades and sleepers. Um, as well as my super sack lock pick and then my uh, underdog stack of the week. So come check those out. Didn't do well last week because I was heavy on Green Bay. OK, but I'm just going to chalk it up to week one was unlucky. Um, but come check that out. And yeah, OK, I got a couple questions here. I'm going to answer them real quick and then I'm going to do the rankings. So what we got here. What's Parsons value now Lawrence injury? More DE snaps. I wouldn't say more DE snaps. I mean, it could be potentially it could. I'm not saying it won't could but I'm not saying it will um that being said he did rush the passer Parsons did rush the passer quite a bit the other night um I think he only had two less he had two or three less pass rush uh, snaps than Devin White and I think he had the same number of pressures so he was getting similar pass rush usage as Devin White um he played IDP last year you know Devin White was the GOAT so there's upside there Tackle heavy league risk it with Simmons or play it safe with Anthony Walker or Chris Barnes. Okay. When you say Simmons, you mean Isaiah Simmons or Justin Simmons, either way, I would probably play both of those players over Chris Barnes. Um, well, you said tackle heavy league though. So that makes it a little more interesting. I'm still, I'm still playing the guys that are going to be money players. Um, Justin Simmons or Isaiah Simmons. You're going to want to watch them play football a lot more than you're going to watch Chris Barnes play football straight up and down. Um, that's kind of how I would view it. Maybe that's a poor, poor insight. I don't know. Tackle heavy. I mean, I, I just don't know what's going on with these linebackers in Green Bay. So I would really not play players. I kind of know what's going on with them. Y-N-S-M-J. Woods or Lockett rest of season? Lockett, easy. Uh, new to IDP, 1DL, 2LB, 1DB, 1IDP, flex. Current linebacker is our Parsons, Queen, and Milano. That's a good setup right there. Somebody dropped Schobert. Should I pick him up? Bush is also available. Yeah, you should. Um, you can drop Milano for Bush or Schobert. Um, and if you're playing a pure snaps-based game, you can drop Queen too. But that's a little tougher because Queens an impact player. Schobert's a beast impact player too, though, and he gets massive tackles. I noticed last week was his first week with the Steelers. He didn't play the full snap share, but I think that's like a week one thing, and that's going to go away. That's what I think. Um, so. I mean, Bush and Schober are both good. If I had to pick between the two, I'm going Schober. If you just want to pick up one and you can cut Milano. Stay Kenny Young or Devin Bush. Ooh, man, that's tough. Um, Devin Bush has got the name value. Uh, Kenny Young has got the the spot um, that has been heavily productive for IDP uh, linebackers. So that's tough. And then there's a world, too, where we're looking at Devin Bush as the two on his team. Again, this is still kind of projecting because it's very early in the season. Uh, Kenny Young is kind of the one of one on his team. So, uh, you're backing me in a corner on this one, but I'd probably go Kenny. No, I'm going Devin Bush. Come on. Devin Bush. I don't even care. Any thoughts on Khalil Mack? I started a DL week one and he nearly laid a goose egg for me. That'll happen with Khalil Mack, my guy. He's a big pressure guy, big pressure guy. Um, not so big on getting sacks not so big on getting tackles anymore either really not so big on getting tackles for loss he gets a lot of pressures so you're playing with fire with Khalil Mack fun stat about Khalil Mack if you go on a points per snap basis Khalil Mack and Carlos Dunlap Carlos Dunlap over the last two years on a points per snap basis 0.27 Khalil Mack on a per snap basis 0.22 Carlos Dunlap has played Three less games than Khalil Mack and has scored only forty less points. And Carlos Dunlap don't cost shit. So go sell Khalil Mack to that Bears fan in your league. Go get you some Carlos Dunlap, my guy. Thanks for the info, no problem. Dynasty IDP is Jalen Smith droppable, and in Dynasty, hell no, uh, especially if you're starting like two, three, four linebackers or you know IDP flexes, shall we say? Because he's going to get jobs somewhere else. I mean, look at guys like Avery Williamson, C.J. Mosley. I mean, these these guys, you know, Quan Alexander. I mean, if you're a serviceable starting middle linebacker with any kind of draft pedigree, I mean, you basically, your career is over when you say it's over, basically. My linebacker one with Martinez. So Bush my LB2 is my LB2's young stud and third lb is on my bench yeah i still think i'm going bush with that one all right y'all we're 12 minutes in i'm trying to make my videos and shit a little bit shorter so um, if you have more questions pile them in there i'll try to answer them at the end but i'm going to tell you kind of how i'm viewing this week um bear in mind you know it is only week two this is going to seem kind of chalky there's a making a point in the season where i don't do like ranking so much anymore just because it does become kind of chalk after a while when you kind of know who's starting you know what positions etc but with the information we got this week, there were some big swings. There were some big moves. So I wanted to give you my top guys. As always, if you want my full rankings, go down to the comments. There's a link to idparmy.com. You can go to the website. Check out the rankings for everybody. I'm just going to do my top 12 of each position. Um, I was looking. I had Chandler last, uh, Chandler Jones last week at 12. Um, he ended up coming in as obviously number one GOAT um, defensive player. I mean, he. if you watched football at all last week, you know what I'm talking about. So. All right, let's get to it. Let's talk about these linebackers. Um, you might have noticed my studios shifted a little because this graphic is so friggin' big. Um, okay, so number one for the week, like I said, it's gonna be kind of chalky. We got Darius Leonard, again, modern to this ankle injury. And this is Darius Leonard, okay? He's always got something going on, there's always some sort of weird little injury with him. And that's not a knock, he's still amazing but it's just like it's just always there. He's like the LaShawn McCoy of linebackers. Um, you got Roquan Smith at two. I got Zach Cunningham at three. Um, he plays Cleveland this week. I really like that game. Um, Cleveland showed they could, you know, Houston at Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Joe Showbert's playing Las Vegas. I know his snaps weren't quite up there, but I'll, I'm projecting. I'm putting Faith out there that this week. He gets up there. Um, and they're just going to throw across the middle to Waller all day long. These linebackers are going to have a heyday. Um, Blake Martinez, obviously number five. not obviously number five, but he's always a top five linebacker. You almost can never – you just can't take him out. Um, so I really like Deion Jones here. It says he's – Atlanta's playing Tennessee. Um, I don't know if that's right. Are these right? Somebody tell me if this is right. I'm also seeing the Seahawks oh it's Tampa Bay okay gosh my eyes um okay I knew that was wrong so Tampa Bay I'm expecting a lot of passing in this game similar to what we saw on the opener on the run game these running backs are more uh, a luxury than a necessity if they can throw the ball even short passes to all these good wide receivers there's going to be so many plays going on Deion Jones I think has a big week um and Brady you know no shade love Brady. I mean, he does throw interceptions, and Deion Jones has, a, has a, 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 a a knack for finding the ball in the air across the middle. Bobby Wagner comes in at seven. They play Tennessee. Tennessee look like shit. Bobby Wagner does blitz a decent amount. Um, if that line is getting beat up by that front, that front, you know, and Jamal Adams is also stalking around the marauder. I don't know if you guys saw my tweet, but apparently in France, safeties are called marauders in football. So the marauder. Uh, Jamal Adams is going to be out there stalking around. I can see Bobby Wagner getting home for a clean one. Um, we got Devin White in the Atlanta game, Tremaine Edmonds, Eric Kendricks. I know everything about Eric Kendricks is unsustainable. It's been that way for 18 months now. Um, I mean, just keep putting your, put your chips on him. Levante David coming in 11 and Patrick queen at 12. I really like Patrick queen this year a lot. He's growing on me the year. I mean, you know, he got home for a sack last, last week. Um, and I do not think that this Ravens offense is super-duper good. I mean, they're okay, but, I mean, we saw – that they struggled the other night, you know, and they're this, – this defense is going to need playmakers to keep showing up. And so I think a lot of that's going to fall on Patrick Queen. Um, he's the young buck there right now. He's kind of the – one of their premier playmakers. He was drafted to be that. If this Ravens team has to shift away from being, you know, this – groovy cool you know hip offense to you know just winning games again like they did the other night where they they didn't win but they almost did and that was a they're going to be close games they're going to be grinding games and they're probably going to be defensive plays that are difference makers if y'all play idp you start to notice how much defense really does matter in games i mean look at the last three or four plays of that game uh the other night interception sacks forced fumbles those made the game um they swung the whole tide of the game multiple times too So those are my top 12 linebackers. Like I said, I'm not going deep. Go check out the rankings on the site. Uh, Go check out the ultimate IDP index. Guys and gals, actually, I haven't run this on the channel for a while, but I'm going to. But go check out the index. We have an injury tracker. We got all the week one snaps in there. Um, You know, I'm adding tweets that are coming out about players, different evaluations. Excuse me. We've got the tags in there. We got we're, we're, we're getting ready for next week, next season already. We got some cool things coming offensively, et cetera, et cetera. But get in the Patreon, you know, help us build this thing out, make it even more legit. Everybody that's in it loves it. Um, if you don't have it, you're going to lose somebody that's got it. So here here, take a peek at this. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, And quickly, I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the ultimate IDP index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veteran for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index. But to me, probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly, so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your Dynasty League at any given moment. So, what are you waiting for? Sign up for the IDP Army Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join the Black Ops tier and join the IDP Army today. Shout out to the Patreons, y'all Warm my heart. You know, it's awesome hanging out in the discord, seeing you guys talk to each other, seeing everybody talk about start sits. We're dropping news bombs in there. Um, It's a good time. It's awesome to see IDP grow. And I mean, I feel like I say that all the time, but um, it really is a beautiful thing. So let's go ahead and move on to our defensive line rankings. Obviously, this is obvious. Okay, obviously T.J. Watts number one. Okay, it doesn't matter who's playing. Then we got Miles Garrett number two. He's just playing Houston, which is going to be a great matchup. Uh, should be interesting to see how that line fares against some real hitters. You know, last week we had we had a little feel-good story. You know, week one of the NFL, feel-good story. You know, Houston gets a win. Tyra Taylor is just out there mustaching, smiling. All the running backs, you know, all the garbage running backs no one wants. They all got a touchdown. I mean, just give it up for Houston, okay, but it's over now. Okay, if they're playing Baker Mayfield. They're playing Miles Garrett. It's going to be a bloodbath. Um, feel good story is over, y'all. So then we got Joey Bosa at three. Dude is a monster. Um, doesn't matter who his coach is. Doesn't matter how they are playing him. He is just he he wins basically every single snap. Um, super high tackle floor, much higher than Miles Garrett's. Um, so if you're looking for a safer play. Um, with the same upside, actually more upside. Joey Bosa also has bigger games in his career than Miles Garrett ever has. Um, He gets Dallas this week. You know, their offensive line's banged up. They got – Dak got sacked once or twice last week. Um, Plenty of pressure, but Dak is getting to that point as a quarterback to where he's just – he's wily. You know, he's not going to go down easy. So it's going to be a fun matchup to see how uh, Bosa and Staley and Derwin and all these guys handle Dallas. Uh, But I got him pretty high this week because I just trust Joey Bosa. Chase Young, he's playing tonight. I got him ahead of Montez Sweat, and at this point in my life, I don't really know why that is because I actually love Montez Sweat, I think, more than Chase Young. But I just don't want y'all to, you know, bitch me out in the comments. So I just, ha- I just have it like that. Um, but he's got a good game tonight, I guess. And, you know, those guys could both be back-to-back. Probably Montez Sweat, you could swap them. But they get Danny Dimes. He sucks. There's going to be turnovers in this game. There's going to be pressures in this game. There's going to be tackles for loss in this game. There are going to be interceptions in this game. And it's all going to start when the ball snapped at the at the line, okay? And these guys are going to crush. So, big weeks for them. I just don't see a world where they come in under. I just don't see a world where they come in under twelve points. Twelve points a pop. Shaquille Barrett, ATL, great matchup. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul could also be up here this high. Honestly, I don't know why I don't have him higher. Shame on me. But Jason Pierre Atlanta, you saw Matt Ryan. I mean, the the gif, or not even gif, the meme of him just face down in the dirt. I mean, poor guy. This team is in in some serious trouble. Its offensive line looks like they're in some serious trouble. They're getting pressured by one of the uh, best, better defensive lines in the league. I mean, I know every year the Eagles grade out really good at everything, but it never really translates. But they looked good against Atlanta, so – Obviously, Shaq Bear and company are going to just completely eat them alive. Nick Bosa gets Philly. I don't really know what to make of Philly's line. I just know Nick Bosa is a beast. Uh, even though he didn't get a huge snap share this last week, I think it was only like 55, 50, 55, maybe even 45%. Let me double check that here in Aaron Um What did he come up with? He had. Yeah. Just a little over 55% of the snaps. That's good. But you know, you go three players down from him. Max Crosby played 91% of snaps. So when you're start, when push comes to shove, you know, these things do matter. Um, Nick Bosa still riding with the towel. I think the snaps can go up. Um, so I'm going to stick with that. Chandler Jones comes in number eight for me, probably a little low, but I don't want to get too bullish on putting him in the top, you know, whatever he is playing Minnesota. That's good. But you know, Kirk cousins is a very wily uh, quarterback He's Got some good protection in Dalvin Cook back there who can pass protect pretty well. Um, so I don't think it's gonna be a massive five sack game. I think he got that out of the system, I, but I do see it as a good game for him. No, I'm, I think he probably will come up with a sack, probably a turnover again. You know, I love my guy Cousins, but he, he loose with the ball. Okay, it happens. Um, but Chandler Jones has some upside that's kind of crazy. Um, you know, I was just talking about Miles Garrett and realized upside compared to Joey Bosa. It's like, oh, you know, I've, I've heard people flippantly say things like, oh, TJ, you know, TJ Waddy. People are like, oh, TJ Watt, you know, he'll just blow up and have a three sack game. I don't think TJ Watson ever had a three sack game. I think he's the biggest game he's had is two, uh, maybe two and a half, you know. So even though he consistently week in, week out, goes out and just pounds the pavement, gets a sack or two, makes a couple impact plays. We still have never really seen him have that game where it's total domination like we saw from chandler jones conversely and that that's that's maybe not the right way to say it because tj watt does totally dominate but chandler jones in the past three years we've seen chandler jones go out and put up 45 50 point games several times i think this is his third or fourth 50 plus point game since 2018 um so you when you play a guy like chandler jones you're getting. Uh, not just a theoretical ceiling, but you're getting a realized ceiling with the player. When you play T.J. Watt, yeah, any given week, T.J. Watt could blow up for three sacks. That's something cute that you'll hear people say. In his career, he still has not done that. Um, as crazy as it may seem to you, me, the whole world. Uh, but Chandler Jones has, and he's blown up for more than that. Or not more than that. Um, so Neil Hunter coming in next similar to Joey, Joey Bosa. I just want to bring up that he does have a very high tackle floor for the DL position and he is playing shit ton of snaps. He played 87% love to see that Max Crosby had two sacks the other night. Uh The Ravens defensive offensive line looks pretty shitty. So if you can, if you want to stream somebody, you know, the guy right below him, I guess I don't stream. I don't really believe in streaming, but uh Chris Jones is going to be playing Baltimore. He's going to eat Lamar alive. Um, you know, Lamar, he does a lot of cool stuff. He runs around, yada, yada, yada. That's great. Doesn't mean he doesn't get sacked. Apparently his uh, offensive lineman, Staley, I believe his name is, or um, I can't remember his name. Ronnie Staley, maybe. Apparently he was just dog trash the other night Um, and he was getting beat up by Max Crosby. So now he gets to play Chris Jones off the edge or whatever. I mean, just Chris Jones is a good play this week. And then Matt Judon, New York Jets, defensive offensive line, they lost Mekhi Becton, and they have the rookie in there. And they just don't have him. I mean, they have Corey Davis. But, I mean, like, if Corey Davis doesn't get open, Zach Wilson's going to be holding the ball. If Zach Wilson's holding the ball against Bill Belichick, he's going to get hurt. Okay. Matt Judon's going to be one laying down the punishment. I also have Kyle Van Noy pretty highly ranked. Again, click down below, go to the rankings on the site. You can see where I have him as well. All right, and I'm going to read you all now my top defensive backs again. Bear in mind, we're only in week two. It's going to be a little chalky. Don't hate. Jamal Adams, number one. He should have had a sack this last week. They called him off sides, but I don't know about all that. Uh Buda Baker, good game. I could see him with an interception again. He doesn't get a lot of those, but Cousins, you know, he's been known to throw an interception or two, and if he getting breathed down his neck pretty hard by Chandler Jones and T.J. Watt, Buda Baker could feast. Um We got Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Both again, if you play IDP at all, or if you're new to IDP, something you need to know is that, uh, uh, oh my gosh, Cincinnati Bengals safeties are money. Okay, they have been for like four years in a row now. Doesn't matter who it is, they're money. Both of them are good. Von Bell played a lot of box snaps. For all my box safety heads out there, for everyone in those box safety snap premium leagues, there you go. Go get you some of that. Then we got Jesse Bates. He's going to get his interceptions. He's going to get his pass reflection. He's going to get his tackles. Like, nobody's stopping Jesse Bates. Last year, PFF gave him the official stamp of approval. He's actually good. All right? Logan Wilson, or Logan Ryan, comes in at five. Again, this is a big game tonight. Um, if you're playing on MFL and you have him, he's a cornerback on there. He's actually playing safety. This happened last year, too. He's basically a cheat code. Um, and two years ago, if you played IDP, you know Logan Ryan was the number one overall defensive back. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't talk about him enough this off season. That's on me. I'm fixing that. He's up in the top of my rankings now because he's. We've seen him do it. Um, even last year when he wasn't a top top guy, I still think what he finished. I mean, in points per game, he I think he was top twenty. I think even in the end of season he was top twenty. I think he might have missed a little time. So uh, I quickly am, I'm getting back on uh, Logan Ryan because he can do everything. I mean, he can blitz. He can play linebacker snaps. He can play safety snaps. He can play corner snaps. I mean, he's one of the more interesting NFL defenders. Um, and he can have a big season. Jordan Poyer. I'm not going to tell you about Jordan Poyer. You should know about Jordan Poyer. Harrison Smith. I'm not going to tell you about Harrison Smith. You should know about him. Again, these are going to be kind of chalky. Derwin James. God, I mean, I can't, there's nothing else to say about him. Y'all hear about him from every big NFL media every second they can get a chance. They've already given him the Defensive Player of the Year for this year, all right? So there you go. Minka, now I will say this. He had a 10-tackle game this week. I don't think Minka Fitzpatrick has ever had a 10-tackle game in his career. I'm going to have to vet that, but I'm like 80% sure. Minka Fitzpatrick usually puts up like 70 tackles a season, 75 um he had 10 this last week that just you know kind of started doing the math in your head and you can say oh shit like that's a lot for minka he was playing downhill a lot i don't know if they're if he's going to be playing more aggressively like he was um maybe that was just a product of the game they were in um he, he was just getting those tackles but um i'm bringing him up my rankings a little bit just because with minka if we are going to look at even even one more tackle per game with the big play upside that he possesses with interceptions specifically, not just tackles and sacks, you know, he doesn't get behind the line of scrimmage because he is more of a free safety, but he is one of the more, you know, just ride it in every year interception guys. If we're gonna get that an uptick in the in the tackles and we're gonna have that same kind of upside, um, he's gonna have a monster monster season. He's already starting out with a good one. I know he's just a free safety. He's not a box safety. Some people may get in their feels about that, but let's just fade that. Um, Justin Simmons. Uh, oh, here's another 11. Here's another free safety that everyone loved to, to dump on. Now, they'll tell you that they were really in his corner all offseason, but they weren't. Um, that's my man, Tracy Walker. Again, if you go look at what Tracy Walker did this year on a points per snap basis, you can check. out uh, I don't know what video it was, but I wrote an article on Dynasty Nerds about it. He was a guy I went out of my way to say, if you dig into what Tracy Walker actually does first snap, he's the same player he's always been. Two years ago, he was a top 10 safety. <clears throat> um, top five safety, I believe. Um, last year, you know, oh, what's his face from, I can't even think of the guy's name now. You know who I'm talking about. The nuclear scientist with the big beard that rode around the four-wheeler for the Detroit Lions. What was his name? The coach. Somebody, somebody watching this, tell me, bail me out here. Anyway, he's gone. Tracy Walker had a sack in this game. He's playing free safety. He's led the team in tackles the last two years. Even last year, he only played like 50, 60 percent of the team's total snaps. He led the team in tackles. All right. Stop fading Tracy Walker and don't try to rewrite history because we got the receipts. Um, And then Xavier McKinney. All right. This one's going to kill me because Jabril Peppers is not in the top 12. I am obsessed with Jabril Peppers. Everyone knows that. I love an underdog. For whatever reason, people just do not like DeBrow Peppers now. I mean, I remember, again, I've said this on this channel before, I don't watch college football, but I remember hearing about DeBrow Peppers nonstop on the radio and just like on ESPN the year he came out of Michigan. So for me to know about a college football player and a defender, that means he was actually at one point in time considered consensus very, 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 very very good. And now everyone just hates him. They just want to fade him. Sucks in cover, sucks at this, sucks at that. Even when he does do something successful, they don't acknowledge it. So people have already written him off. Tonight's game will be interesting. We'll have to see how the snaps play up or shake up. But um, they gave most of the snaps to Logan Ryan and Xavier McKinney, and I'm adjusting. I'm not saying you cannot play Jabril Peppers, but he's now more in that IDP flex conversation until I see these snaps come up. Don't drop him. Don't trade them away to some vulture in your league who tries to send you some crappy cornerback like Jalen Ramsey. If some guy in your league sends you Jalen Ramsey for Jabril Peppers, do not do that, okay? Um, tell them to hit me up. Don't put in no stupid trade calculator. Either. Those things are garbage. All right, I'm going to answer a few more of these questions we got here in the chat. I appreciate everyone who's here with me today. I honestly didn't expect so many people to show up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. But hey, we got football coming, baby, so I'm sure we're all lit. All right, so where are we at here? Man, y'all got a bunch of questions. Dur, 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 dur. Okay, here we go. Okay, I might have to start Rasheen Green over Matt. Good Lord, LOL. Yeah, I mean, honestly, after what we saw Tannehill go through this last week, you're the one who's going to have to live with Kugel matt going off on your bench if that happens, but when was the last time Cool Mack really went off? I mean, really went off. Ask yourself. All right. Who do you think will get productive fantasy jobs to the safety position in Washington football, Collins or Curl? I mean, I think they're both going to be useful. I mean, even this last week, Curl only played like, what, 40-something percent of snaps. He still put up points. It's not like he put up zero. I mean, there's guys that play all kinds of snaps and put up zeros. So, I mean, at least they're playing a position where if they let you down, they're not completely sinking you into the dirt. Um, I still believe in the talent of Curl. So, um same guy different ish question who do you think will get the productive fantasy job the safety position Collins curl or even McCain okay basically the exact same question again it's it's kind of all three until we just find out who the top two are um I still believe in curl I think Collins is probably I think they're playing Collins because I feel like they have to I don't know how long that's going to last KC, start. KC Sneed or Baltimore Everett as my CB2? I would definitely start Sneed. Definitely. Dylan Harris, do you think Alex England's linebacker to have a tackle-heavy week or over Patrick Queen? Over Patrick Queen right now, probably not. Um, That was another thing I wanted to bring up or I thought I brought up maybe earlier, but I want to reiterate it. We did see singleton snaps who a lot of people had projected as a linebacker one for the Eagles go down. Eric Wilson actually played more snaps than him. So that's something we're gonna have to monitor again this next week. Um it kind of sucks in some of these linebacker spots like that because you know singleton kind of came out of nowhere. Wilson is a new signing from the uh for, for free agency from the um <clears throat> excuse me, the Vikings. So we don't have like an incumbent who we can kind of just fall back on, um or a truly established incumbent. We have one, Singleton, but, I mean, he was nobody until he was somebody like week three last year. So, yeah, here we go. He's bringing the same thing up. Also, Singleton only played 61% of snacks. Do you think it was because of blood or no? Honestly, I don't know. I didn't watch that game. I don't like the Eagles, so I don't watch Eagles games unless I have to. Unless they're on prime time, and they're forcing me. Let's go, IDP Army. Yeah, this guy gets it. IDP Army, what up, what up? Pick up Schobert, yeah. Do what he says. All right, Farrell B says Simmons or Peppers. Simmons sucks to say that. I hate it, but I'll say it. Noah Fant and Rob Garcia this week, dude. Obviously Gronk, dude just had two touchdowns. He's playing with Brady. I mean, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I hope you don't take this as an attack, my guy Noah, um, but. I would much rather have any player having the ball thrown to him whose name is Robert Gronkowski and his quarterback's named Tom Brady than a guy named Noah Fant and Teddy Bridgewater. Just think about that for a minute. You knew the answer in your heart the whole time, man. Keep your eye on Kenneth Murray. Yeah, I agree. Um, not a massive, massive game, but um, – I thought it was interesting that Tranquil didn't get a lot of snaps either. It might be another situation where Kazir White is going to be more fantasy relevant than we wanted to admit. Yeah, Simmons, same, same. Derek Mock. Hey, Derek, what's up? I saw you on Twitter earlier today. Thoughts on CJ Mosley? I mean, I've always been a, I mean, people might call me a hater, but I've always faded CJ Mosley because he's always been gassed up like crazy, crazy uh now he's not so i'm in you know what i mean he's still the same playmaker he's been in the league a while but he's still under 30 so there's nothing not to like about cj mosley and this Jets defense is gonna be on the field a ton i mean i know when people say you can't just flippantly say things like that blah 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 but i mean it's just is it not true like their offense is not going to be able to sustain drives like Maybe they'll have yards and points at the end of games, but I just don't see a world where they're controlling the ball, um, which means CJ Mosley and the boys are going to be out there. And even if the defense is good, they're going to go right back out. So big worm on the YouTube. And y'all, everyone who's listening on the podcast, appreciate you for hanging in there with us. Um, come subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have fun over here too. Uh, he says Pierce, Green, or Ingram. I'm probably going to go Ingram. Um, he looked really, really, really good this week. I mean, he was beating – I mean, he was winning his assignments easily. I mean, he looks – he's never been a bad pass rusher. I know he didn't get home with any sacks. What was it, last year? But he's – he's a beast. I mean, there's no – I mean, he's a beast in a way that Pearson Green, I mean, maybe they are, maybe they're not. But Melvin Ingram's got – I mean, check his resume. I mean, watch him play. He's a beast. Um, And that's not any different now with him being somewhere new. How do you feel about Houston linebacker Cunningham? I love him. I know this week he did not come through with a big game, but he played 100% of snaps. That was a very, 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 very rare occurrence for him last year and the year before. Um, so with his tackle efficiency, which is completely unrepeatable, which it really is, but – he still has been a higher tackle efficiency guy year over year than a lot of people. So I would still say his average or his mean or his uh, uh homeostasis or whatever you want to call it, I don't know what the right word is, is higher than most people's. So even though this week, if it was a little bit low, uh, I don't think that it's going to stay low. His tackle numbers will be fine. Um, and I think he's still a great play. Like I said, what I have him on my linebacker three this week. Let me pull that up here for you, my guy. Yeah, he's my linebacker three this week. So I'm still in. He's playing Cleveland too. They're, I mean, they're going to, they're a team that tries to control the ball. So there should be plenty of opportunities, I think. Um, all right. I'm going to answer like four more questions and I'm going to get off here because I'm sure the people also on the podcast are like, what is this dude doing? All right. Uh, worried Bucks are going to talk wide, target wide receivers this week since the Falcons TVs are terrible. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that's true too. But again, it's just, it's, it's Gronk, you know, it's Brady, it's the Bucs. I mean, if they can run it up, they're going to run it up. I mean, let's say they do get up, you know, throwing a touchdown to Goblin, Evans, and Brown. Why not just throw another one to, Bra- or, you know, to Gronk? I mean, Tom Brady likes to stunt. Um, don't let that pretty smile and that super humility crap fool you. He wants to go out there and dunk on people, especially now he's like 45. Thanks a lot, Doss. I got Ingram last night. Great minds think alike. Yeah, yeah. And since Jerry Judy is out, fans now number two. True, in theory. Again, we don't. That's a little bit of projection there. Um, and even so, do you, you know what's the absolute ceiling of the number two pass catcher for Teddy Bridgewater versus the number three or four pass catcher for the fucking 2016 Golden State Warriors of football? Playing with DT, thoughts on Cam Jordan? I don't know what playing with DT means. Maybe you're playing with defensive tackles, but was, Cam Jordan, not a good game, but he'll bounce back. I mean, that's what defensive linemen do. They, they bounce back. So Fletcher Cox, I don't know. Again, I'm not – I mean, when people ask me about the Eagles, I answer the question, but that's kind of how I feel answering it. I don't – I like Josh Sweat. I like Anthony Harris. I'm not Fletcher Cox. I hear his name brought up a lot. He's real great, but I don't have any real super opinion on him. Ah, DL. All right, cool, cool. All right, y'all. I appreciate y'all swinging in here. Listen, I'll be back on Sunday morning to do the the live stream. It'll be me. I don't know who's going to be on with me this week. But uh, join us 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll be in here answering your start sit questions, going over our lineups, going over the news, uh, trying to keep you guys on top of things, help you make those decisions. Do me a favor. Smash the subscribe button. Smash the like button. Go share this with one of your league mates who is not as good as fantasy at you. And, you know, just say, hey, I saw this guy. You know, I think you could really benefit from this because you suck at fantasy football. And, yeah. You can get a little, little jab in there and do a little promo for the army. We'd appreciate that. Sign up for the Patreon. And until tomorrow, when I bring you guys the fades and the, you know all that other crap, take her easy. Let the rain hit the sand, build a house on a rock, got a plan, oh. gotta get stocks, keep them banned. hear the clock tick, blades on the fan, used oh. to be mundane on a Monday, now you have fun day on a Sunday, oh. cause you're switching it up, and you're living it up, you ain't getting it enough.